0: Hello everybody and welcome to Drop a Gibby 20 with Phil Risson. I am Phil Risson. We got a lot of stuff to talk about this week. Let's start the show. Hey, guys. Welcome to the show. Welcome to Drop and Give Me 20. Uh, make sure, if you're on YouTube, to like, share, and subscribe. Uh, if you're listening on any podcast platform, any platform, because we global, baby. Any platform at all, make sure to give us a five-star rating and a nice little review. I'd like to know how you guys feel about the show, all right? There's a lot of things going on. I'm just one man, but I, I try to make everybody happy. You know what I mean? They, they say it's not the size of the boat, but it's the most in the ocean. I'm trying to give you that small dick love. You know what I mean? That attentive shit. That shit where it's like, I eat the pussy even before we even get started. You know what I mean? Just because I'm here caring about you. Okay? So leave me those reviews. Let me know what you think about this show, man. We have a lot of things to talk about this week. You know, we have a lot of things to talk about. It is January 7th, one year since 3,000 white Americans demanded to speak to the manager all right. We are talking about American history here, folks. Oh, my God. they treat, <laughs> Those people treated the Capitol like a Best Buy after Christmas. All right. They decided they wanted to take their equal rights and refund it and see if they could get their white privilege back. And, you know, I got to applaud them because they almost got it. They almost got it. They got to the customer service counter and they were like, wait, do you have your receipt? And they were like, no. And they're like, can we at least get store credit? And they're like, no. And they're like, time to put on the fucking Buffalo hats and get the spears and get some real fucking things done. All right. Luckily, they did not uh, finish everything. All right. They didn't. They didn't. <laughs> they didn't, they didn't uh, uh, fully, you know, get in. Actually, they fully got in. That's the whole thing. That's what's so crazy about it. Uh, you know, I was about to say, like, luckily, they didn't get in and complete their mission, but they completely got in and just fumbled the ball. You know what I mean? They totally did. They they fumbled the bag, bro. I don't know what happened. I don't know how you can get that close. Black people have been wanting revolution for years. And once again, white people get what we have wanted in two seconds and then still don't know what to do with it. They still don't know what to, what to make out of it, do anything about it. You know, I, I it's, it's fucking ridiculous. I, I, I I do wish, though, there's a part of me that, like, wishes that Buffalo guy succeeded. I, you know what I mean? Like, uh, we talk shit, but uh, Buffalo guy as president wouldn't be crazier than any of the presidents we've ever had. You know? there's. I mean, J- Andrew Jackson was a president who died in a duel. We literally have a president who died in a gunfight, I think. I don't know history. Don't listen to me. But I'm pretty sure that happened. No, get out of here. I have my cats over here once again, and I'm trying to fucking, you know, he, he's a star now. He thinks he's a star. I pet him a couple times while I'm doing the podcast. And all of a sudden, he thinks he can get in the way of the camera. It's not happening. You know what I think it is? Is I adopted this cat uh, from a couple people down south, and I didn't really know his political views at the time you know what i mean i thought here's just a little kitten you know nature versus nurture nature versus nurture but then you know i i start doing these these bits about the insurrection he's trying to he's trying to silence me he's trying to censor me can you believe that and from a gray cat you know from a multiracial cat he's over here taking their side jesus christ you know it's a goddamn shame. That's why, you know, they say don't judge a book by its cover. but Maybe you should. Maybe you should. Because if I was a smart cat owner, I don't think I would have picked him. You know, he his basket was made out of a MAGA hat. I should have known. I should have known. But here I am, you know, trying to make the best out of a bad situation. Now he's licking his own balls. Great. Great. Not like I'm doing a production over here. Oh, my God yeah man january 6th uh yeah white people really they really got there man they really got there congratulations to uh all all the the white people that made it uh into the Capitol. uh you know i I believe in you just know that you know you got to do better next time you know i feel like a I feel like a football coach (laughs) giving giving like a speech to a team that like lost but they still went the distance. You know what I mean? Like, they need a pep talk, but they also should be proud of what they've accomplished. You really should. You really should. I mean, you know, most people that have even tried protesting get pepper sprayed in the face. They get hosed down. But you guys just waltzed on in. Look at you. Look at you, shining little pretty boys doing your thing. Good for you. You know, they say you can do whatever you you put your mind to, and apparently they were right. Apparently they're right (laughs) because a bunch of white people wanted to take the world to task and they almost did. And they almost fucking did. Jesus Christ. What else is happening these days? I've been having a fucking uh a weird day. It is fucking freezing outside. Oh, my God. Uh, New-, New York City just had their first fucking snowfall, and it is fucking freezing. It is so cold outside. I, ca- I cannot tell you how insanely cold it truly is. I've been doing deliveries out in that shit, fucking freezing my dick off. You know, it's a shame, too, because, it's like, I only have, like... You, when you live in new york yes you you try to dress for weather but it's also like i have too much like stylish shit like i have like i don't have like a real winter coat i have like a pea coat you know what i mean i have like a like a, a flannel like overcoat that like kind of looks cool you know what i mean you put some doc martens on that shit you get a nice little skull cap motherfuckers think you you own an art gallery you know what i mean i have that type of shit i don't have like real winter shit and i'm out there in these goddamn elements you know, and every time I drop off somebody's pizza or their fucking Shake Shack food or their fucking Popeyes, I'm looking like I climbed Mount Everest, just fucking snow all over my face, shivering, just trying to save any ounce of warmth that I can. Fucking ridiculous, man. It's, it's been weird out there, too. Like, <laughs> I've been getting yelled at all fucking day, you know, because I'll, I'll be honest with you, people. Okay, I'll be real with you here. Okay, I, I drive a moped. I can be a little crazy, all right? Well, mopeds, they're street legal. They're street legal, but a lot of us don't always follow the rules, man. It was a fucking crazy. And I, you know, I, I can be one of those. I'll admit that. It's fucking crazy, man. I fucking, I still don't think I should have got yelled at for this, though. I, uh, I was driving today and I'm stopped at a red light and this uh, older lady is there. She crosses the street. She crosses the street, and then when nobody's there, and it's still a red light, I just slowly go through the intersection, and she just stops and goes, what the hell? <laughs> just like peak, like white woman. Like, just like, what the hell? It was like, what do you want me to do? Right, lady, what What does this have to do with you at all? You know what I mean? Like, what does this have to You already got across the street. I already stopped there and showed you I respect the law. I was just trying to get somebody's chicken nuggets to them a little bit faster. All right? I'm an essential worker. Okay, I'm the backbone of fucking America. Jesus Christ. I'm the demographic for January 6th. If I wasn't a black guy, believe me, I probably would have had my own set of horns. That's the type of job that I have. All right? i'm fucking joe Sixpack over here i put my jeans on put my wranglers on fucking one leg at a time baby okay appreciate me she was like, it was crazy i just thought it was so funny because it was just like how like it was it was like she was she was like so disappointed that's the thing, that's what i think made it so funny it's like she wasn't necessarily angry she was just like disappointed in me and i was just thinking i'm just like wow like it was just oh my god it was so ridiculous like just the amount of like of just like confusion slight anger disappointment and like i don't know this vague look of like regret all over something that has nothing to do with her whatsoever it's like you're already across the street and you know I think I think a part of me was just amused because like I saw a little bit of like me in her you know there's definitely a little bit of that old lady in myself you know how many times have I fucking flipped out about things or been really really adamant about things that have nothing absolutely nothing to do with me you know I think we can all learn a thing thing or two from that lady and just fuck off. Like <laughs> just don't say anything. You know is the world really that like important to you? Like it is it, it, you listen, you got to you got to have a backbone. You got to you got to care about things, all right? You got to find things interesting. You got to put your foot down when you think something's wrong. But a guy letting you pass at a red light and then going 10 miles an hour past an intersection, I think you can let it go. I think you can let it go. All right? Maybe, maybe I'm the crazy one, maybe I'm just the, the 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 wacky delivery driver out of his mind you know i I mean after all, I am the one telling you about it three hours later on a podcast that ten people watch, so you know, where is my mind as the pixies would say you know I've got a lot of questions in this world, you know who like uh there's a lot of philosophical things like. Like who gives a shit about a guy crossing the street like that? You know who gives a shit? You know, I, <laughs> I, you know, I. It was it was a very very weird time. I also had somebody s- scream at me. Somebody called me a bitch nigga, <laughs> which I was like, you know, which hurt at first. But then I was like, oh my god, how did he know I was non-binary? That was so sweet. Like, what do you think about it? That could be one of life's, you know, uh, small, new agey, modern, philosophical questions. If a hood dude calls you a bitch nigga, but you're non-binary, is it still an insult? Maybe he's respecting your labels. Okay. You know, I I think we got to think deeper about that, you know? Because for a second, I was like, I'm in danger. But then I was like, I feel seen. Who knows? Oh, my God. What am I talking about? Life is crazy. Fucking uh, Sidney Portier died. RIP Sidney Poitier. Uh, RIP to the homie. Uh, you know, you guys uh, may or not, for the youngins, you may or may not have, uh, you know, uh, heard about him or know too much about him. Uh, but he is... A legendary famous person, legendary artist. He has uh, done a lot of amazing things, most notably his directing role in Ghost Dad, starring Bill Cosby. Uh, (laughs) You may know him from Ghost Dad and uh, nothing else. Uh, (laughs) No, no. um, uh, He's been in tons and tons of movies. I believe he was in uh, Raisin in the Sun. Uh, He was in uh, Guess Who's Coming to Dinner. In the 1960s, uh, you know, which basically was about a man and woman in an interracial, uh, you know, relationship. And he was brought over to her family's house and stuff like that. Uh, guess who was actually, it's so, you know, it sounds like a funny premise, uh, but it was actually something that kind of uh, was revolutionary in filmmaking. Number one, it was kind of the first time that uh, there was. A black man actively as a uh, actively seen as a sex symbol in uh, in like kind of white American society, uh, you know, not necessarily like a D'Angelo fucking sweaty abs sex symbol, but just simply a man of desire. There is a white woman on this screen. She is dating this black man. That is OK. And that was in the 1960s. It was huge. Uh, and then they decided to take it one step farther Uh, as a revolutionary film and remake it with Ashton Kutcher, which was uh, great, which is just great. (laughs) Although it did have Bertie Mac in it. That one did have Bertie Mac in it, which is kind of cool. So, RIP Sidney Poitier, director of Ghost Dad, and uh, thank you, Ashton Kutcher, for remaking such a revolutionary film about race relations uh is that uh that's my best uh adam sandler impression <laughs> thank you uh thank you for all your, all your hard work on <laughs> what the fuck am i doing this is you know i i could say i could get out of it and be like this is why you don't smoke weed before a podcast i haven't smoked weed all day I haven't drank. I am stone cold sober. I just—I think I just have caffeine, and I want to impress you guys. And I said up top in the beginning of the podcast that there was a lot to talk about, but the truth is, there's fucking nothing to talk about. I—I I have no idea what the world is. I've been trying to read the news, and there's nothing interesting. I'm on Twitter, which is like a like a, a, a blistering hellscape of terrible information and. Interesting topics, and I still have nothing. The only thing we had was Sydney Portier. You know, your boy's lost. He's clamoring for anything he can get. I'll tell you right now, you know, life is tough out here. Life is hard. Okay? What else is happening? <laughs> Fucking Christ. I tried to come up with things to talk about. You know, I always try to like write things and shit, but sometimes I'll just be honest with you, people you know a this podcasting shit it's it's like it's it's like stand up all right sometimes you're shooting on all cylinders you you pull out the M16 and you're just fucking spraying down the audience and then other times you're sitting there and it's dead silent and you got flop sweat flowing down your face like a goddamn waterfall you look like Joaquin Phoenix and Joker <laughs> you know you know the crowd is silent you think you have jokes but you look down in your notebook and it's nothing but murderous thoughts and severed tits in there And and you're and you're wondering like where did i go wrong you know i could have been a regular guy i could have had a union job but i'm out here trying to entertain people you know what mistakes have i made oh man that was a great scene in the joker though i i will say uh, you know, the Joker great movie that is by far the most realistic movie when it comes to stand up that is literally the Joker is literally a biopic of an open micer who you know who does stand up comedy because I have met that guy that's the whole thing that's so funny about that movie it's like him doing stand up is such a small amount of, of the actual movie and everything like that kind of when you really think about it but like, that is such a perfect betrayal. There are, oh, there's so many of those dudes. I have met that guy three million fucking times. Some of you have met that guy. Some of you have seen that guy on Letterman. That's the crazy part. But I they're mostly just open micers. But every once in a while, they slip through the cracks and do actually become famous or become writers. But usually they're just fucking nuts and they'll be around for like three years and they'll just like slowly... Murmur things, you know, the, like, mumble jokes. I awesome. was riding down the street, reading. <laughs> Just weird, weird tendencies, speaking in gibberish, you know what I mean? And you have to endure that every time you go to an open mic as a young comedian, thinking like, hey, I'm trying to have a career, and there's a psychopath on stage, and right now we're at the same level. And you have to deal with that for years and years and years, and then they disappear, they always disappear. They never stay around consistently. They'll do it for like three, four years straight, disappear for about two to three, come back again. You know, just like just like, like an old grizzled cop, like just as, as soon as I'm out, they pull me back in just like that. And they come back and sometimes they actually have gotten better. And that's the worst part is, too, is that other awful comedians will egg them on. <laughs> and just be, and just be like, oh my god, I love how Dave is a maniacal psychopath. Isn't that one bit about chopping women up and putting them in a trunk so funny? No, it's not. No, it's not. And all of you should be examined. Uh, can you tell I have nothing to talk about? <laughs> I think we're over. We're actually uh over twenty minutes now. So I think we can bow out. This has been great, though. I've been, uh, you know, uh, for all the people. Uh, who have stayed listening thank you thank you so much uh your boy's been working hard all day outside and came to give you a little bit of extra entertainment so i hope you loved it i hope you loved it i hope you thought it was cool uh you know so to all my listeners thank you so fucking much to all the insurrectionists uh better luck next time and to the lady who said what the hell i'm sorry Baby, I'm sorry. Take me back. I promise I'll be a better man. I promise I'll be a better man. <laughs> God damn it. I'm losing my fucking mind. All right, I'll see you guys later. This has been Dropping Gimme 20 with Phil Risson. I am Phil Risson. Please make sure to like, share, and subscribe if you're on YouTube and if you're on any fucking podcast platforms. Nigga, we global. Throw a five star review in there and uh show me, show your boy some love all right this has been dropping at me 20 I'll see you guys later peace